In 2013, a group of high school friends decided to formalize themselves as a unit. This has happened for generations all over the world. Groups of guys and gals have joined forces to form named cliques. These cliques serve different purposes, depending on the group. More often than not, teenagers identify themselves with like-minded persons and try to establish as much social capital as possible. Most of these cliques, or crews, fizzle out with time. Members graduate, secure jobs, leave for college, and build families, leaving any memories of their high school glory days, nicknames, and clique names for the occasional reunion at Carnival or Christmas. Most sentences, of course, starting with, Remember that time when... But YHNG, or Young Hustlers New Generation, is not most cliques. Not only have they remained friends, but they have now gone into business together. YHNG The Group has created YHNG The Clothing Line. What started as a one-off idea for a t-shirt design and group logo during their high school years has snowballed into a fully-fledged brand, boasting several styles and designs for every demographic. Their brand is huge in the Northeastern Caribbean and is growing rapidly. What is most impressive is the group's ability to organize and move with a level of efficiency that larger companies should both emulate and envy. Although it is a relatively young company, YHNG has already started to demonstrate why they are one of Anguilla's top corporate citizens. The company supplied dozens of electric fans for classrooms around the island in order to ensure students' comfort. Their brilliant marketing strategy sees them throwing innovative events, such as their recent virtual party, where DJs from the Virgin Islands and New York City were projected onto a jumbo screen at a nightclub in Anguilla. The DJs also had a video feed of the crowd streamed to them. Virtual interaction at its finest. But this is just the beginning for YHNG. They have plans. Big plans. In the meantime, this is the story, thus far, of YHNG. Young Hustlers, New Generation. I am Crispin Brooks, and this is Planet 30. Planet 30, and today I have with me Aaron, Jadel, O'Shari, and Damien of the Young Hustlers New Generation brand. Fellas, welcome to Planet 30. Yes, sir. Good to be here. Thank you. How's um the quarantine been treating you? Jose, so far boring. Just home, chilling. Nothing really to do. Hey, at least most of y'all are in Anguilla and you're COVID-free, right? Yeah. Back. Lucky. Well, you know, so tell me, fellas, you guys obviously were from the same island, but two different generations. What was it like coming up in Anguilla in the 2000s and 2010s? It's a totally different Anguilla to the one I grew up in. So what was the, what was the vibe like? I mean, um, I feel like we had a... Uh... Earlier breakout period, you know, we are doing some of the partying that you guys would have done a little later, a lot younger. You know, being the little limitations we had to grow up under, you know, 
no stone enforcement of alcohol. I just being honest, we had it, you know, into us from young. So it was really exposed, you know, we had a lot of fun, a lot of independent growing moments, if you want to say it like that, where we had it to experiment on our own. And yeah, we had time to formulate something that I think as a unit gonna stick with us and for generations to come in the form of young hustlers, new generation. So for that I am personally grateful for what my what my group period gave me in that perspective. Two things I wanna ask y'all about. Going back to, you know, coming up in that era, how mm. impactful was the internet on you guys in, in terms of exposing you to the rest of the world? Well, if I could go again one more time, me being, you know And we're and we're and we're talking to who now? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, all right. Yeah. But um, me being a techie person, you know, I had the opportunity to experience, you know, AOL dial-up, you know, oh. where you could have had a phone call and then not have a phone call to use the internet. You've got me. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I've went through the whole transition, internet transition period. Now we have applications with that govern our day-to-day basis. You know, we went through the whole high-five period, MySpace, Facebook, Everything, you know. So yeah, you guys grew up with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we grew up with it. The whole hot mail, messenger, everything. So we had it, I think, full-fledged. Now they will see, coming on to 2020 and after, they will see the result. And we had, like, the full development period. We side transition. We side from floppy disk at the library playing Mario to having an SP and a DS to having a PSP, you know. Mm. And you guys met yeah, in so high school? Um, I would want to say that our parents were friends as well, so we were, like, destined to be, I would say. But we, we fathomed each other in high school. We formulated what we are today in, you know, the latter parts of high school, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, was it was a crew called YHNG from then, or? This is Oshara speaking, Oshara speaking. YHNG started in 2013. Okay, and was it was it just a, a click? A, a, did you guys have a, a plan from the beginning, or was, was it just a bunch of uh, group of friends? That just... Um, it was it was it was just a, a group of friends at the start, like at the early start. But then we decided just to make it into like since we got we got guys from like all over parts of the the island. Let's say the Valley, Long Point, Ray Hill, Rock Farm, Stoner Ground. So since since we had all those, and all of us are males, so since we have all those persons, we know each other, and of course, and everything. So we we just found a way how we could impact Angola. Mm-hmm. As um, community was like a bunch of males, like you seen a bunch of males from the east and the west, not so come together just to make something happen. We just try. We say, okay, we gonna make something uh, as brand wise. You make your boy change your brand. And show people that males come together in power used to make something happen. Right, right. Now, as a clique, were you guys the athletes? What kind of clique were you? The athletes, you guys were the gallus? What, what, what was it? It was a hybrid, a hybrid. A hybrid. Yeah, it was most of the music man from the, of, you know, growing up. So that was his spectrum. Hammer was an athlete, JDL, a cricketer, you know, by nature. You know, we I had my share of athletic stunts as well Damien you know, he's the more chill back guy very hybrid very hybrid alright so t- tell me something what was some of the uh, we talk about the internet and the exposure to the rest of the world 
But what were some of the fashion trends that impacted you, especially like between, you know, your between like seven and fifteen, you know, those kind of formative years? What 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 do you remember standing out style wise? Listen, let me let me tell you something. I started high school in two thousand and seven. Oh wow. First farm, farm, right? I was wearing a size large, now I wearing a size medium. I can definitely recollect we were in medium DRs before 2010 too, so I could attest to that. That was the era of the uh, the oversized throwback jerseys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jaboy had I had all you guys in these oversized. <laughs> yeah, but then it also swiftly changed to the Wiz Khalifa Taylor gang era where it was the camo shots, the Chuck Taylors, the t-shirts, with the snapback. So it, it, it changed quick as well, you know. It really shifted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now were you were you guys some of the uh you know you always have that click in anguilla that sets the trend for the rest of the islands like so if if yhng is wearing this the rest of the, everybody else follows were you were you that click i mean i would i would, I would say it was a little vast in our in our perspective because we had the chance to actually create a trend like we i, I feel like throughout our campaign we had the follow, enough of the following to actually create trends, bring out new styles, adapt the the, the society so say, to something new. So even to like even COVID now, for example, we were one of the first. I would want, if not the first, one of the first persons here to actually sell masks, face masks. Mm-hmm. You know, be it for fashionable reasons and for the the, the reason of the of the day. You know. So we, whereas having an influence, you will be influenced, if, 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 you know. Got it, got it. Well, For each of you, um, obviously you guys are now into a, a brand, as you say, but well, one of the main, well, the main products so far um, is clothing. But when you were coming up, for all four of you, what was your dream professionally? Like, what was the thing that you saw yourself doing even before all this before YHNG yes this has been the most talking about go first Aaron um, well um, my dream was to be a network technician which I'm still quite on track to be that was, that's, that's was my dream that still is my dream it was influenced shout out to my dad it was influenced heavily on my dad in my younger ages having you know being exposed to his his feel of career mm-hmm. which is which is technology IT specifically Having that exposure, that really inspired me holistically to get into the field, which I am now studying. And you're a Morehouse man. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Damien? Well, I always wanted to do something with money, money-wise. So I got into a career field as an accountant right now. Okay. So basically call me the money man for HMG if you want to. Uh, yeah. Always good to have somebody on the team that understands finances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the best thing. All right, Jay David Richardson. Um, I always wanted to be a professional cricketer. And right now I'm doing that right now in England. But I'm going to school also for computer system and network. And it's not really my field, but still doing my computer system at my side. But cricket is really my passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, 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 play, uh, you play cricket professionally in the UK right now? Yeah. Okay. Which we just kind of messed it up a bit, so gotta hold on until maybe next year. Which county? Um, I don't play for county. I'm playing for the club cricket right now. Okay. I'm at the first division playing cricket right now, and 
hopefully next year I should be promoted to maybe a higher division. Could play club, uh, could play maybe county or whatever it is. But good stuff. Right good now, stuff. I'm in club cricket. Good stuff. And uh, Oshari. Yes. What was when, it? I was younger, when I was younger, I wanted to be a chef. Okay. <laughs> when, when I got older, I wanted to just work for myself. In any but, capacity. Yeah, so I just want to work for myself. So, but no. Um, I just graduated for in bachelor bachelor's for mechanical manufacturing engineering. I mean, so, I, I I couldn't think of a better team. You got the accountant, you got the the uh, the the athlete, you got the network guy. You, I mean, and now the manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. So oh, awesome. <laughs> right field, right field radio. Awesome. Now tell me, who are some of the designers or brands that you guys um? That you like now, and maybe that you like even coming up. Ralph Lauren is my favorite. Ralph, okay. So you're the preppy. Yeah. You're the preppy one. <laughs> <laughs> so for, me, for me, it's a, it's a more mix of the the luxury brand and the streetwear. For me, I like the truck fit from Lil Wayne, inspired by Lil Wayne. Vans, of course, too. Um, from the luxurious side, we could go with some Ralph Lauren, some Lacoste too. Mm. I ain't really picky with the brands. If it look good, I will wear it. Really, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was for me, sir. If it look good, I wear it. Yeah, yeah. For me, yeah. I wouldn't wear heels. I wouldn't wear heels. <laughs> <laughs> now, fellas, I got I got to ask you. I mean, four uh, four friends, or well, a couple of friends, because I know there's more of you guys in the crew. Yes. A bunch of young guys get together, decide to form a crew. Okay, we're friends. We, we we should turn this into a brand. We should make this a business. Of all the businesses that you could have done, why clothing? That that well, is a good question. <laughs> I don't think there's a straight up answer to that one, but I'll go I will take a whack at it. I mean I feel like subliminally it was it was always the an intention of us to do something for the higher being of our community. You know, we wanted to have that impact in our community. That, that I guess, that impact that we didn't have, that guidance we didn't have, that example we didn't physically have. We mm-hmm. wanted to stay in our community with. And we, we, I think, thinking as hustlers, thinking as, you know, business minds, the fastest and the most lucrative avenue would have been at the time clothing. You know, I, if I put them up correctly, we had a short that, that was launched for how. In it was yeah. almost an instant hit, literally. It was yeah, almost yeah self, self, self. True, true. So from that, we literally rolled off of that wave, and it never, honestly, never subsided. You know, it never calmed, it never eased, and it's just we are today from that impulse move of okay, it's an, it's an, it's an instant hit. Let's follow through. Let's make a juve shot. We can celebrate, you know, the festivities, and then we made it into a multi-seasonal brand. We will have multiple release per year. And from then, you know, the community received it and we kept it coming. And we be we I think at this point we organized and we created a honest cycle where we, you know, where we give back and we create and we consume and we give back and we create and we just do it all over again. Awesome. I'd say the question I didn't ask you, what year, how long has YHNG existed in terms of a brand? Officially. I think Sharon mentioned it above is two thousand and thirteen officially. Okay. We have been created. Okay, 2013. Yeah, and then later, later in that same year, 2013, that's when we brought up the first shots. It was in December. Okay. So, yeah, it was the same year, yeah. 
So you guys have been at this since a very, very young age. That's 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 interesting. Tell tell me the story of uh of the name and the and the and the brand in terms of um how you really began to market and boost it as the, you know the YHNG with the with the brand new logo because I remember when it when you guys dropped maybe a year or two ago, yeah, as you mentioned, the shirts were around before, but then it, it seems as if you guys really firmed things up and formulated and formalize things and really gave it a hard push in about what 2017 2018 am i correct yeah 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 but well, 2017 yeah okay so in terms of the story from there till now how, how did you go about picking your you know your designs and 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 what the logo would look like and, and who you would market to etc um so the first the first logo we got it was just we just got somebody from I think it was somebody in Orlando or St. Thomas to do a, that's a young hustle because it was a group. So we just wanted a logo. So we just did a logo for the group and then we just put it on a shot. So that's when, like Aaron said, the Bahou shots, that's when everything had kicked off and what's not. So in about, about 2017, like you said, we went back to the drawing board and just, because the logo was a bit too, you know, you got to actually watch to see, okay, it says Young Hustlers, New Generation. So there's when we went back in the workshop and just whip up something more visible, like to just see what it's just Young Hustlers, New Generation. Um, Logo-wise, we have different type of logos. Um, like we have the, the YH with the crown. That's like a silent edition type of logo. The, you know, you have, you know, you'll have Ralph Lauren, those have the, the big red flower, and then you got a small little red flower with a heart and thing on it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just, just to make, just to have a different look, not to be, not have something loud all the time, just a different look. Um, the ideas for logos, it just comes about like everybody putting their shit their own ideas, and then I, I go on a, on a computer do my thing, bam, logo, logos yeah. Tell us about the name. You know what does the name stand for? Because some people might be wondering why HNG. You know, young hustlers. <laughs> What what is the name to you? Young hustler, 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 hustler means how you survive through life every day. Mm-hmm. So, um, to me, putting putting young, the young actually young hustler came from back back where I got it from my brother Omar and Dean and all those guys. Those they used to rep. There was a clique they used to rep young hustler, but I just took it to the next step and I put on a new generation because we are a new generation. So when I put when I brought the new generation part on, um, yeah, it just changes something different. More than um, the young hustle that it was before, just not just a click. Got it, got it. Now for those listening, describe the line. Like what, what's what's the whole motif? What's the look of the line? Describe the, some of the stuff that you guys have. So essentially, we go for more the street way, if you want to call it. Look, we do a lot of graphic tees. You know, recently we've introduced um, long sleeve graphic tees to our fleet, tank tops. We've also introduced um, polos, long sleeve and short sleeve, which has been something out of our niche a little bit, but, you know, moving across into that line. So we've so far done, as I've said, uh, the more freewear t-shirts, tank tops, you know, long sleeve t-shirts as well, polos. And we've also done feminine clothing, you know, dresses, bodycon dresses, many other dresses that I do not know the name of at the moment. Bandana, if I remember one. We've also done, you know, as I said, all of the face masks. We've done so much of the shots, 
Tights, we do sleeves, leggings, um, rash guards, tights, the whole nine yards, literally, you know, underwear. We just try to retrieve. We are now trying to, you know, expand and, you know, really become a, you know, whole household name. Regionally. Nice, nice. nice. And um, for those who may be thinking of a, of a, about starting a, a, a brand or a, a clothing line, what are some of the difficulties that you guys had with, uh, with starting up? I, I would say, if I speak for the entire group of this one, I would say the entire, the, the hardest part of it would be entirely just satisfying yourself because when you, yeah. when you try to be such an ingenious, you always, you never really settled. You know, you have that sense of over-professionalism, if you want to say it. That perfectionist trait. Mm-hmm. So it's just really pleasing yourself, you know, coming up with a with a with a um a, a, a march, a piece of march that is satisfying and then authentic. You want to have that every piece of march that comes from the YHNG lab. You want to have that embroidered feeling from us. You know, have that connection between us and our clients. You want it to be, you know, not only a, a swap of money for apparel, but you want to have an actual relationship on a foster community. You want to grow. You know, and just have an impact, a positive impact at that. Mm-hmm. So that's the hardest part, being impactful, being you know, authentic and being pleased, being satisfied with your work at the end of the day. And not only for yourself, but having others be pleased and wanting to, you know, reinvest. Yeah. Is there anything that you guys would have done differently, you think? Gone harder from the beginning, from from from, from more sooner, much sooner, you know? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I, I mentioned, it was not really a set out path for the brand for the name as Oshara explained also it, it has been an energy you know transition from our older hires you know Pika Omar and just everybody, everybody else that had the Young Hustlers brand on their back and the revamping of it was literally from them you know we took it from them and made it something you know took it to the next level as he said mm-hmm. so it's just under, we didn't have that understanding that hey the hard work will pay in time it will come. It's not going to come overnight. We, we never really saw, for lack of better terms, the light at the end of the tunnel. So we just, you know, found our way, tried different places, you know, tried different things until we recognized and, you know, eventually executed, you know, thoroughly. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would say for, for the entire group, it would be definitely pushing a little harder, pushing that extra grit from the beginning, you know, and that would be a quote of advice to any young entrepreneurial effort anywhere. You know, just don't stop and go as hard as you can from the beginning. Mm-hmm. For, for for me, for me, I would say I wouldn't change nothing because I say so because in in these kind of things, like I was like trial and error. So whatever whatever we put up on that before, like was like hey. We can't do this again because this happened more. So we know right, right, right. So we don't have to put back up on that same situation again later. So to me I would say I wouldn't I wouldn't mean nothing. I was just like, yeah, trial and error that's it. We walk back up from that. Gotcha, gotcha. Now we all know that fashion is a crowded space. What do you think makes YHNG different from other uh, clothing brands. I, I think, Paul, honestly, honestly, Chris, I think it's just the holistic relatability. You know, everyone that purchases a short or piece of apparel from YHND personally, they know for one, they know at least one person. They either know Sherry, you know, being the social self he is, 
you know, Shari, you know, Damien, there's somebody from the group. So it's it's like a, a relatable investment, you know, you it's like you're putting back into yourself. So I think that's one of it that really stands out. And then you feel like you're a part of something, being the way of it's done, you feel a part of a family. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think that entices much of much of our buyers, especially our younger buyers, to keep coming and to keep buying and keep supporting. Mm-hmm. And who who designs most of your stuff? Is it done within the group, or you guys hire out? Well, digitally, well, the entire designing process is done in turn. But digitally, it's one on one can show to a share digitally for the designs. But I think the, the entire jet base of our designs come from a group effort. You know, it's proposed, ideas proposed, and we finalize and refine until we come up with something final that we both we all can agree on. The entire board, right. But the, the, the designs are brought to life by one person. That's what Sherry. Tell me a bit about your marketing strategy in terms of getting. I know you. Okay, so you just mentioned that you know everybody knows somebody in the crew, and obviously you've conquered Anguilla. I know that you guys are planning to get outside of the shores of Anguilla. Tell me a bit about your marketing strategy. Um, I think that strategy would more lie into our, our strategy would more lie into the tech space, you know, using and, and really writing on the back of media, you know, it's the most effective and the most efficient way with proper understanding of the tools you can literally get, you know, <laughs> next to none results in for free, literally, you know, so we try to keep consistent on the internet, we try to make our present known both, you know, communi- community-wise, physically, and then media-wise, you know, we try to stay consistent on our posting. We try to stay active, stay involved. You keep a constant dialogue with our following. So we just know, like, everyone knows what's up with the brand at any given point in time. You know, we also are in the walks of a website, you know, and then much more content, you know, much, much more content. Mm-hmm. So our, our, our idea would be, to, in terms of external visual visibility, would be definitely on media, on the backs of the media. You know, given the, the age you're in, you know, ain't nobody has... I listened to one of your last TED Talks, and it was, I think it was Miss, Miss Croft, and she said her agent would would go on the phone calls and, you know, literally manually expose her to the industry. But it's not like that no more. Times have changed, and we literally have an easy way out. So we definitely go to that way, primarily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the tech space is... <laughs> wide open yes so tell, tell me about the coffee situation you guys managed to get I, i'm not gonna even well let me say let me say it like this you guys managed to get one of the biggest reggae stars in the world at the moment to wear your clothing how did you guys do this <laughs> oh sherry <laughs> oh, Sha- so, oh sherry's the plug I, I, yeah <laughs> well networking you know people that know people. You know people that Abantan um, this. I know people that know people. So basically that's that's it. That's how I get get into that. Doesn't even know like what we are, what we are about. Um what 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 do they like? We, we as we also did some other like personal made stuff for her that she had performing, but due to COVID nineteen that'll stop it, but yeah, we did do some other stuff that was coming up. Not only the t-shirt, the t-shirt was a gift. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! Major, major, major. Now, how yeah, do you how so, do you guys distribute? Are you are you yeah. only available locally in Anguilla, or how's the distribution done? Um, 
we distribute, well, we try to distribute regionally in the Caribbean, but it's so difficult with shipping from here. It's like, it's like you buying two shots for, for like, just said like sending one shot for uh, sending one shot for the price of like two three shots. So it's like it's really difficult to send regionally. Like Saint Martin is no problem. I think Saint Kitts and Saint Thomas maybe no problem. That that's been the flights running from there, but other places kind of difficult. Um, the UK. I used to distribute from the UK. Me and JL since we were up there, we just used to have shipments coming to us, and then we distribute you to the UK. Um, US, the same with Damien in the US. We we send shipments to Damien in the US from the supplier straight from the supplier to the US, and Damien distribute to the US. So it was easy, easily done like that. But to say ship from Angola, we gotta find a way that can be for both us and for the customer. Now, fellas, give me some of the key. I know, uh, Aaron, you you mentioned a little bit earlier. But what are some of the key things that entrepreneurs need to pay attention to when they're starting any business? Uh, for me, again, I would definitely say know your target audience, know who you're catering what to, and have a plan. Figure out how you're going to execute thoroughly. Don't just have step it and then try to execute. Know your audience, um, know what you're offering and offer the best in whatever you're offering, whether it be a service or a good, offer the best quality of that quality. service or good, you know, um, and just never be deterred, have a, a personal mindset that is next to none, stay solid, you know, you are, you know what you want, and just never stop, you know, never stop hustling, don't be a quitter, there's gonna be bumps in the road, there are gonna be obstacles that you're gonna have to weather, but it's going to be for good. It's going to be for good for now and for the future. You know, your one entrepreneurial effort today may be a generation of wealth for your kids to come. You know, so just don't stop. Make sure you have the right team as well. Because you got the right, right team to work properly. Right, right. Definitely, definitely. Um, I was actually looking at a uh, at an interview with the, with the founder of, of Dope Clothing, that brand. And uh, one thing he said is that he invests in people and not in companies. Because he said, if you don't invest in the right people, the whole thing is going to fall apart anyway. So definitely to your point, JDL. Speak to us about the themes, work, discipline, and loyalty, which goes back to people again. But I'm, yeah. I'm very impressed that you guys have been around since 2013. Um, I know adults that can't, that can't run a business for seven months without arguing. And the mere fact that you guys were teenagers and now this is your seventh year is impressive. So talk to us about your work ethic, discipline, and loyalty. To be honest, Crispin, we had some arguing. <laughs> but you got you to gotta know, you got to separate friends from business. Mm. So when I talk to you on a friend level, that's just friends. But I could switch up one time and I say, wham, this is business right now. So I'm serious. Understand? So you got you to gotta learn how to separate that. Friends and business, you got to learn to separate it, 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 won't, it won't work if they put to, both, both together. It won't work. So you gotta separate. You gotta have a team. You gotta set. I mean, we got about 12, 15, 15 of, 15 of us in, in the trap. And we had to um, separate some that, because everybody can't share them ideas at the same time. So we had to separate just four executive people. Right. And we, we make decisions there and then we go back we go back in the, we go back in the chat and be like bam okay this is why why you think about this got it right. and and how do you <laughs> i mean 
the discipline part, I'm, I'm especially interested in the discipline part because realistically speaking, you guys were high schoolers and then you were guys were college students. And so, and you obviously Aaron and Jadel, uh, Damon, you guys still are college students. So the discipline to, to, to make this function and keep up with your studies, how did that work? I mean, all of us went to a college stage. I mean, but the, the general basis of an understanding that what you give is what you get, I think is atomic. You know, if you don't put in that work, you won't get, you can't expect anything in return. So to answer to the loyalty and just the, the holistic drive of the hustlers, it's just and understand that, hey, we got work to do. You know, and irregardless of a time frame, we have work to do. And if we want to have, again, as our goals may be, you know, some of the dope building pieces in the Caribbean or in the world, if we want to have to meet these expectations of ourselves, we got to put in the work. And as O'Shaan would say, closed mugs don't get fed. Mm-hmm. So, so we write on that and we just try to remember that we were, we are friends, we are something bigger than the brand, which allows the brand to grow, you know, limitless. You know, we, we don't try to let egos get in the way. We don't try to let anything but positivity reign supreme. And we walk for the better good. You know, we walk for the ultimate purpose of bringing and making a better community, which we come from. What does success look like for YHNG? You know, the point when you say, ah, fellas, we did it. I Honestly, Crispin, I don't think there's an answer to that. Knowing Oshari, knowing Damien, and knowing uh, everyone else in the group personally, I don't think there'll be a point where we say, hey, this is that plethora, this is that, you know, peak. I don't think so. I don't think there will be ever. We've had some really, you know, commendable moments in our, in our, in our short tenure. Well, t- tell you me know, about some of those. Well, some of them for me would be some of my, you know, most memorable moments in the group would be. You know, the, the give-backs, you know, the, the the personal one-on-one with the kids, the younger generation. I've had, I've, through HNG, I've been gifted the chance to go back to my alma mater, road school, which I graduated Valley to rent from in 2010, and do a drive, a fan drive. We gave back fans to almost every school, the oldest senior citizens' home, and um, the Arija Foundation. I personally was given the chance to represent the group at my alma mater and have, you know, a day of close contact with students, give a personal chat, you know, go and help set up and everything in that realm for the school. And for me, that was next to none. Another one would have been, you know, the the seeing going on the road on juvies for the past two to three juvies and seeing uh, infestation of YHNG apparel. Yes, indeed. You know? <laughs> yeah, that would have been another one. And, you know, ultimately... It's to see the satisfied client, you know, when you go to the appreciation parties, being the years gone by or just recently last week when we had, and you see after such a tedious job, after such a, you know, action-packed, preparation, prep, action-packed, you know, period, we can satisfy and then celebrate. Mm-hmm. I think that that feeling when you see, like, who you do it for satisfy is next to none. Be it the kids, be it. The, the diaspora for our brand, be it whatever, just the satisfaction period is next to none. And I think on the conjuring of that, you know, having that satisfaction is also a motivation and a fuel for us to just keep going, you know, for us to just do more, do something even more impactful, do something even more, you know, stunning. So, yeah, I don't think there'll be a peak where we say, okay, here is it, we are satisfied and we will just try to maintain we always look for a higher standard going back to your charitable events 
Because I was going to ask you about that. Why Why is it important for for YHNG to give back? Why is it important to you guys? Because I, I think we've had, you know, the, the physical experience of, of not having without, but seeing potential for better. In many instances in our life, be it athleticism, you know, be it in class, which is which was the reason for us donating fans because we've been through situations in school where it'd be no current or it'd be just one beer fan in the class and we are, you know, experienced, we've experienced that on, you know, that very raw filter of life, having hot classes. Who can focus for eight hot, hours a day? Hot, hot classes class. in Angola? No. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I Trust me, I know. Uh, <laughs> 30 plus students in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a box, because we, we will get hot. So we've had these instances, we've had the, we've lived this community, which is why, which is, which is why for us, it is, it is primary for us to make better of what we've had. So we've been through these cases, so it is, you know, for us, it's just very passionate, it's very passive for us to make what we have better. You know, and it goes back. It, it loses back to our our general mindset of not settling, not seeing mediocre as a as a you know as a standard. We got, we always see the avenue to make better what we have mm-hmm. every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, another example of that energy, if we say it like that, would be something as creative as our virtual party. We could have simply had a DJ Mangola come in, show love to the crowd, but. Well, Sheriff, more so than anything else, insisted and raised the idea that we had a virtual space where we had a, a two DJs from overseas be at the party and vibe the party up. And I think for me, my first experience at a virtual party, that was um, immaculate. You know, that was a fun moment. It was something new, something very creative and something very, you know, modern, modern, very modern. Explain it. Anybody can take that one. Explain the virtual party because I don't think many people understand what that is yet. Okay, a virtual party is basically um, we had DJs from away. We had Young Chow from New York and we had DJ Avalanche from St. Thomas. They basically were on the screen DJing like they, they, they're there. Um, they could have seen the crowd, they could have heard the crowd, the crowd could have seen the, see them, hear them, see the same way. And all, all we're doing is like we're interacting with the DJ. So the DJ could have been like, um, uh, shout out to Aaron, shout out to Damien, or whatever. But they like, but how they knowing this? But in all all the back room, we we just typing all this to the DJ. So that's basically the virtual setup. It's that's just, amazing. They're, they're, they're there virtually, but it's like they. Uh, they are actually there, so it's just a screen, and you can see them. But it's like they're actually there. And I'm, 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 I'm so uh, intrigued because you guys do all these events uh, attached to your brand in order for prom- to promote the brand, which is brilliant. Yeah. Now tell me, as young black kings, how important is it, especially in this time, for you to showcase and 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 to be business owners as young black men? I think. I think. Going and pinpointing on the man's perspective of the question, I think is very influential. Not only in our local space, but you know, as we know, the movement that's going on in America, with where we are so marginalized and quite frankly disrespected as a as a people. I think to come up in a time like now, where we are not only fighting for generational wealth, but fighting for equality. I think to be a black man. Is and to be a black entrepreneurial effort is to be is to be proud of you know and me coming from a, 
and Damon that could attest to this coming from HBCU spaces where we've been, you know, influenced, indoctrinated with this black prowess as an idea to come back into your local space and to, you know, actually contribute positively. It's very, you know, it's very, very accomplishing. It's very pulling up a feeling. You know, I think for the next generation as a, as a, as a, another answer to see that you, where you come from, we are a product of that and what we're doing is nothing but a potential of yourself. It's also, you know, fulling again because we're also, not only are we looking to be hustlers and business makers, but we're also looking to be examples and role models. Mm-hmm. So to have that, you know, on their belt as an asset to see, to know just subliminally that someone is looking at you, be it for whatever reason it may be, you know, that keeps you on your toes, that keeps you so gentlemen here's a question for each of you you guys are going into the entrepreneurs are not going into you guys are in the entrepreneurial space you know many people especially from the generation above would say why don't you just get a job at, a, at, at some corporation and put this uh t- you know clothing thing down why not just why not just go get a, a nice paying job and, and, and settle down why, why, why be an entrepreneur? What do you say to somebody like that? Well, I'll go first again then. Um, for me, I live off of the, the mantra that, you know, your 9 to 5 pays your bills and your 6 to 8, you know, builds your empire. So I, I've not, in my research, I've never came across a person that has become financially free off of, you know, a 9 to 5, off of one stream of income for, for more specific saying. So for me, I know that for me to be comfortable and for my people after me and before me to be comfortable, I have to hustle and walk hard. And it's just that you got to walk. It's no one, I'm not trying to be at 45, 50, retired and living off pension, you know, and then it's, it's just the way of the time. We under, I think we have the correct understanding. We have the understanding that, hey, the exchange of time for money is, Gone are days of that of that exchange. You know, gone are days of that where you give a, a establishment your time for pittance. Where we, where we can be the establishment paying ourselves. You know, so it's just a, a, it's it's literally an indoctrination shift. You know, we, we we won't settle again for the for the typical, but look to make it better once more. Yeah, for for me, it's like this. You you just ask you just ask why not work on a regular nine to five job, right? Which means I'll be working for somebody. So why it can't be that somebody that somebody will be working for me? Exactly. So that's my mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? True, true, true. I mentioned that you guys do events attached to your brand, uh, and you probably you may not want to give out the secret, but is there anything else from YHNG we can look forward to, either product wise or anything else? You, you, you know we can't give that up. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'll say, we say this though, look out for, uh, I, would, I would say what I would want to see from Young Hustlers as an answer to that question though. I want to see us as a group, you know, spread our wings into, you know, more impactful social spaces, you know. So I think with that being said, you could expect that coming from Young Hustlers a more involved group. Right. Okay, okay, okay. But definitely, definitely some ultimate plans in the pipelines to come. 
No, you don't want to spoil the surprise, the surprise effect. Got you. Oh, look, look. Okay, look out. I got, look out. For, look out for the luxury line coming up. Luxury line. Okay. Okay. All right. We got. We got. A, at least it dropped one gem for us. <laughs> Inside scoop. Inside scoop. What is the best advice that you guys have received about business? From you know, from an older head, from a book, from you know, I, I have each of you answer that one. I would say that from the older heads, I would say that I would say consistency is key and never give up. All right, that was J Dell. Who, who's, who's next? I mean, I'll, I'll, I can't, I can't really recollect much, you know, so say, but I, I, I think what could fit into that space would be again us going to the media and looking on the book, for example, and just seeing the general response to our efforts. That will be some of, you know, some of the greatest motivation coming from me. But I, but one more point, I could remember one time you spoke to me about, you know, the brand you told me you saw the potential and, you know, you see something different coming from this space locally. And there, that that one moment stuck with me. I said it? Yeah, at all. Um, <laughs> T-Box. Must have been a wine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At T box, then I think it was for the the Nick release. Ah, okay, yes, I remember, I remember. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I remember a conversation though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the brand is definitely um, penetrated, where a lot of other, not necessarily just clothing, but other brands that have tried before. And I was like, these brothers, this is something different. This is a wave. And I kind of sighed from then. And I was like, wow. And here we go again. You guys are, are really... You spoke about the Juve. And, man, there was a C-O-Y-H-N-G indeed. <laughs> and I think one thing about brands in, 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 the, in the Caribbean as a whole, once you get the young ladies involved and they love it, success. <laughs> 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 so for each of you, again, another individual question. Who or what inspires you? In terms of what? Just the whole... Brand life, or no, no life, business. From a life perspective, I look up to strangely enough women figures. You know, I've been raised by predominantly women all my life. Part of the reason, holistically, all of the reason why I'm going to an HBCU is because of women. You know, my mom went to you know, Spelman, so did my aunt. Mm-hmm. So I think in life generally, I must you know pay homage to you know my feminine upbringing. If however that songs, I must pay homage to my mom. You know, my aunt, my grandma, and those are the ones that, you know, made me solid and, and, you know, just giving me the space to become who I am. That's who I look up to in life. But then in terms of living, you know, I try to find and make myself, make myself into the space that I wanted to be. So, you know, just living limitless and just living. And I really found myself on the living and learning. For me, I would have to say... Um, my father, because um, you know he used to work in the festival offices. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that he started, like Festival Del Mar and those stuff, the jazz festival and those things. So I think I get my 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 um my ideas and stuff from him, like the thinking wise, you know, creatively, right, creative stuff. So I, my creative mind, I think I got it from him. So that's the person I look up to. I can be a little more a little bold on Shara saying and say that he definitely got it from. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, I don't look up to my mother because I feel like she's a strong woman. She raised me by herself. 
So everything I see she do, I try to do myself and try to be better. And yeah. Now, what is the ultimate goal for each of you when you're 95, 105 years old, you know, on your rocking chair looking overlooking uh, the, the, the ocean in St. Martin in your, in your mansion on the southern coast? What, what's, what's that thing that you would each like to say, I wanted to accomplish this in life and I accomplished it? What's that goal? I mean, you know, again, for me, it's to look over and, you know, just be of an inspiration. The highest human act is to inspire. And that was said by, you know, one of my inspirations for himself, the late, great Nipsey Hussle. So for me, I want to have that same impact and really just be, be a soul of motivation for what is to come. You know, just to inspire. Well, I would say my goal right now is to finish school and, yeah, that's basically right now, just to finish school. Four ambitious brothers of the 15 or so odd members of the YHNG organization who happens to own the hottest clothing brand in Anguilla and beyond coming soon. This is a segment of the interview I like to call The Planet Is Yours. And you get to tell the audience whatever you want to tell the audience. So whether it's words of inspiration or whatever, you go ahead and tell them the floor is yours. Shop local, you know, support your local initiatives, give back to your community. The cycle of life is one. Black lives do matter. And until the fight is won, we won't stop. <laughs> Got it. Now, most important question of the day. How do we contact you guys? How do people find you on social media? How do they purchase this dope clothing? Let us know. Well, first of all, look out for the YHNG website I support that's going to be launched before 2021. Um, then you can follow us on Instagram at Young Hustlers NG and Facebook and Twitter. You know, you can find us at the same tag. All platforms turn on your like um your notification buttons and yeah one tag our platforms also mm -hmm. we have before 2021 we're gonna we have a store opening so oh look out for the also big things are gone is that store in anguilla or elsewhere anguilla anguilla okay 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 so those of you the bomb but well, yes, <laughs> those of you who are listening, uh, Planet 30 has listeners all over, man, I'll tell you. So you'll have to come to Anguilla to get that clothing. It's going to be a destination store. Yes, sir. Iran, Jadel, Oshari, Damien, I can't thank you enough for joining me here on the planet. And I hope everybody has been enlightened about these brothers and their organization. Thank you for being here. Thanks, man. Well, thank thank you, sir. Sir. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Planet 30. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at OnPlanet30. Like us on Facebook.com slash Planet30. Our email address is OnPlanet30 at gmail.com. That's O-N-P-L-A-N-E-T-T-H-I-R-T-Y at gmail.com. For more information about Planet 30, visit our website, planet30.com. That's P-L-A-N-E-T-T-H-I-R-T-Y dot com. Mm -hmm.
I am Crispin Brooks, and this is Planet 30.